Welcome into Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now here are your hosts, Jeff and Nicole Essig. Welcome back into the Fitness Fanatics. Top of the hour here. If you've missed any part of the show, you can check us out on the ticket www. Www. Does anybody say www anymore? No, I don't know it's implied. Why. Just yeah. said that. Http <laughs> slash slash yeah. backslash colon or whatever. Yeah. Theticketfm.com. <laughs> you don't even have to type in www. It's that easy. Yeah. Ticketfm.com. And then we're under the weeknights weekend tab there World under the web. shows. So World Wide Web, yes. <laughs> All right. So if you have any if you have any questions as we're going along here, 402-464-5685. So Dr. Adam, we have a hundred and fifty-seven people starting Farrell's Extreme Body Shaping tomorrow. It's incredible. I'd probably say mm, 70-80% maybe haven't been working out. Maybe, yeah. maybe we right? have some people that, yeah, yes, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, some people are starting that are in better shape than I am. <laughs> so, I mean, but yeah. so we have basically a lot of our members are going from haven't been doing much of anything to now we're walking into a gym with 50 people and in a class time. And yeah. It, yeah. And here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so we just want to kind of talk about not if you're starting at Farrell's, but in any fitness journey you're starting in 2023, um, are we just want to kind of talk about about injury prevention and some tips and tricks for our members starting or anybody starting any type of fitness journey currently yeah what do you does that make sense am yeah. i rambling nope I'm, I'm there with you okay. you are but it does yeah. make sense so yes yes um slow down <laughs> don't go crazy the fitness is a long-term game like we said so you know, grabbing the heaviest band off the rack, doing as many reps as you can, um, is just going to cause problems. Like you can, like I always tell runners, I see a lot of runners, um, one run can ruin your race Mm -hmm. one too many miles, one too, you know, fast a pace. Um, but one day off will never. So, um, the biggest thing I'd say is be consistent, do less than you think you can do to start with, Yeah. do it more often than you think you should do it. Mm -hmm. And then don't forget about the recovery, like sleep well, eat well, drink plenty of water, all that stuff. I, I think that's where people, they just get gung ho and they just go crazy. Um, and they're so sore that, I mean, if you get the physiology of it, I mean, you're going to cause muscle breakdown. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to build it back up. If you break it down too far or too often, you end up in trouble. If you go too many reps, you start to get in, or, you know, too heavy a band, you get in weird positions. It works things they shouldn't. Um, you're going to cause problems with the muscles first, and then it turns into joints. Even if you don't feel it in the muscles, you just think it's sore. You're doing a little damage. The body keeps track of that score, not your brain. Um, and so eventually it will um, it will break you down and stop you at some level. Especially when you're starting something new. Like, you know, our strength training is really pretty, um, especially the first couple of weeks. So as part of, like, our our program we do kickboxing three days a week and then we do strength training three days a week we do lower body on tuesdays upper body on thursdays and then we do both a full body on saturday for strength training but a lot of our strength training movements are pretty common movements we have our members start off like we use resistance bands the first couple weeks and then we transition to dumbbells but um it starts off like you know low kind of low resistance 
mid reps and then we add add more reps but kind of keep that resistance so it's very progressive and a little more intuitive but the kickboxing is more technical and Mm -hmm. i think that's something that even runners and stuff if you're going in and you're going gung-ho right away what you're really risking is creating those movement patterns that are incorrect from the beginning and then you're kind of like you get three weeks in and you're having to re like backtrack so i think that's to what you're saying for our members it's important that they take the time to learn how to do things correctly yeah so the first this is boring but very applicable. (laughs) It's interesting to me, but I'm also a nerd. But the first probably two months um, of exercise, people can get like 30% stronger with no change in muscle size. Mm -hmm. It's all neurological change. It's being able to use the system you have. Like I picture it's like learning how to drive. Like you don't learn how to drive on some supercar. You shouldn't. Some people probably do. Right. (laughs) Um, But start with with something that you can control and learn the basics and then go from there. But it's 100% motor learning Mm -hmm. for the first like, two months so why are you lifting heavy weights if like if it, it's not going to make you bigger yeah take like, advantage just of this get, time yeah groove it i mean like I, mean, I could get into the more into it but like basically you're just teaching the bodies it's got a whole bunch of different ways to like use bigger muscles and increase your muscle size if that's what you're going for um the the fat is energy stores right so you'll start to use that um, and so you can change your shape, but you're not going to change your muscle stuff. So just slow down, let your body adapt to it. You'll let your brain figure it out. Um, and don't make your body cash checks that right. your brain writes. <laughs> yeah. Can't. Right. So. Yeah. That's what, when you say like the, you know, you can one bad run can, you know, wreck your race. That's what we try to tell our members too, that like, and this is true for any fitness journey. Um, you know, your results aren't happening in the first two weeks of starting something, you know? So right. I think that's why people like really do struggle with consistency and they struggle with finding something that they can stick with is because they think they have to do everything right now. And yeah. it's just the more people we can get to say, that's not true. You know, the first two weeks is not going to be where you get your results. Like that's it's the least you know. satisfying two weeks. <laughs> I, know. I mean, I've, I've started running again and like every run hurts i know it'll feel good eventually but yeah. like right now like it's not yeah. fun i get done and you kind of have a little bit of euphoria still right but yeah. like during it like you're like sitting there just like try to be comfortable being uncomfortable because it's gonna be uncomfortable getting in shape yeah so how do you balance that though like because that can be really hard and i think that's why with our members you know our program is six days a week and that sounds really daunting but like i said we we do are aware of that we try to balance that out really well where it's like cardio strength training it's different so we you know i try to i think of it like you know our on our kickboxing days that's kind of a rest day for like upper body or whatever and then we do highly recommend people take their rest day we highly recommend people pull back if they need to on you know resistance and modify if they need to which is also really important but where do you think that breakdown is between finding the balance between building habits and like sometimes we're really hard on ourselves about the stuff we can't control like we're really hard on ourselves that we can't just go in and do bicep curls with the 45 pound dumbbells or whatever um but then we're really easy on ourselves about the stuff we can control like drinking water getting sleep you know showing up so like how do you how do you balance that how do you think that that an athlete needs to balance that like finding a routine that builds consistency versus going too hard, stopping, starting over, going too hard, stopping, starting over. 
right? I mean, there's a lot of little things go into it, right? Like your schedule. I mean, mm-hmm. get a, I mean, I you know the toddler in daycare. If he gets sick, it throws off our schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do so. One thing is, if like, you get completely thrown off, like do something, anything. Yeah, yeah like runners, like they're terrible, uh, myself included. Of like, hey, I, you know, my my foot's really sore today. I can't run. And so instead of you know jumping in the pool, doing a little weight stuff just to get your body moving and stuff, like and keep your brain motivated mm-hmm. you just say i take i can't run so i don't they, they don't even think to they didn't mean to yeah but like you almost have to have a contingency plan of of movement mm-hmm. um in my opinion um if you can't get there if it's if it's something that you can't control yeah um if it's something that you can control you know i think i think a lot of that is like just conti- like i think the starting and this is what i tell every patient that's injured um or that, can, that may not have a capacity for emotion, but we're not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, which I would put this person who's going to start moving again, start um, you know doing a, um, a Ferrell's boot camp again. Um, do less than you think you can do to mm-hmm. begin with. If we say fitness is a long game, one workout, one week's workout, one month of workouts is essentially nothing, mm-hmm. right? So let's if you don't do nothing for a month, like it's not that big a deal. So yeah. what if you do something, but you just do something that you know you can succeed at? Yeah. Grab the lightest band, even though this person next to you who might be older um, and who you think should be less in shape than you is grabbing a thicker one. Mm-hmm. Just start there, see how you feel. Um, you won't blow yourself up, so next time you'll be able to keep going, and then just add on from there. But right, you got to prove it to yourself. You have to, um, you got to prove your way up and not fail your way down on, yeah. on the fitness side of things. If you, it's just not worth blowing up and going down. So uh, whether somebody's trying to return to running and they're like, "Oh, I was running seven miles last week. Do you think I can get? Do you think I can do that?" I'm like, "No, two to three. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm like, yeah, two to three because we think you can do it, right? He's like, yeah, I can do that. It's like, yeah. That's that's where we need to start. You can always go up a little bit later, but um, you, you, the, the focusing on the short term to achieve the long term is still the answer. So, talking about runners, what do you think is harder to to kind of get through to like <clears throat> a new runner or someone who's done it before and is like a seasoned runner and trying to get them to pull back on that? So, so be like me, yeah, somebody who's done five marathons, right. but didn't run maybe. 15 miles in 2022 (laughs) that signed up to do a couple half marathons in May and June. So now you kind of talking to me also. Well, yeah, you're like the seasoned runner. Uh, uh, Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm the one who knows everything. Or someone who's just started (laughs) running and they go for a three mile run and they have something wrong and they come and see you. What's more challenging for you? Back telling that new runner to back down and start slow or telling the seasoned Jeff, average (laughs) Jeff, to you know back down or you are that person too I, you're yeah, that runner right yeah. i think it's the new mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. because they're so excited yeah. and they feel good and they haven't had an injury usually mm-hmm. and so then they don't understand that i don't know every injury that pops up it may be one day and it may be a big problem you just mm-hmm. don't know and so um you have to treat every i always tell people if it's three runs in a row or whatever and you need to aren't doing something you have to do something if it's four runs and you've got to talk to somebody i don't yeah. you know there's good resources in lincoln that'll talk to you about running i mean for free i mean yeah. the running store will mm-hmm. um but yeah overall like the people who have done it before and um it depends how obsessive they are it can be hard either way <laughs> you know, know. some people i mean like if they're really shut down and broken they'll just, they look at you with you know deer in the headlights it's like help me help me help me and then mm-hmm. you know um but sometimes it's it's the injury purgatory where they can still kind of run mm-hmm. it hurts but they can still go. I mean, you probably see people all the time in there too. That's like, they just like, you can still do it when it shuts people down completely. Yeah. Then, then the decision's made for them. But when they have to decide an unknown, um, uh, 
bank of information of what's the right thing to do, then that's when that's probably the hardest one is they're yeah. kind of in being that person that has to step in and be like, you just need to stop for yeah. You know, the hardest part. is like youth athletes who don't understand because they yeah. haven't experienced enough pain because their moms will drop them off at basketball practice and then they'll come back like, well, he practiced yesterday. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I felt good. It's yeah. like, well, did you get away with it? Yeah. Well, good job. Right. Like, you, mom, <laughs> like we can't get away with it. We're too old for that. No. But when you're when you're 10 years old, like you can get away with it. That is so true. I remember it is always so funny when our kids were younger and we would go do something like it's go to the trampoline park or whatever. I don't remember what we did that one time. And the next day, and I don't even remember which kid it was, Ben or Katie, they were like, Oh my gosh, why does why does it hurt to move? And I'm like, Well, you're sore. You're <laughs> right. Welcome to being an adult. Right. Like, my first kind of experience you've never been sore before. Lucky you. My first kind of experience of that was when I was like maybe in fourth grade and we had to slip and slide. <laughs> and I was on that thing all day. Just running, <laughs> sliding, and, and it was like and Kim and Andrea are my sisters. We all kind of did it. And the next day, none of us could move. That's like you're funny. just using all these little muscles as a kid that you just don't ever use. Right. Like I just, I remember this like it was yesterday. Like my sides ached like you were talking about with Ben. Like yeah. why did my ribs hurt? Yeah. Like because I'm just running and just jumping on that slip and slide. And in the moment, you're like, right. this is great. I feel great. I can just do this. And then the next day as a kid, and was like, why? Ow, wow. Why yeah. is that sore? You know, so it's kind of, that's my. Anyway. That's a funny story. I've it never is. heard that story well, from you ever. There you go. Slip and slide. Weird. I think yeah. mine's the riding behind the tube. Okay. On a yeah. boat. Yeah. yeah. And my cousin, you know, throwing me off <laughs> 10 times. This is so fun. The next day you're like, Oof. I can't turn my head. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're getting jarred. And- yeah. But I think that's important too, because as we get older, that does happen. And I think people, when you're restarting a fitness journey, you think you can just pick up right back where you left off. And I mean, our members see it when they have to do. So as part of our orientation, we had orientation yesterday. And so we do baseline testing and we have everyone do one minute of push-ups and one minute of sit-ups. Yeah, cool. Right. <laughs> and so, and it's their minute, you know, it's yeah. not a race. We're not ranking people. They just do it. And I, that I mean, the, the amount of soreness that people are experiencing today from two minutes of yeah, exercise. Right. Humbling. It's and we very joke humbling. around too. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Because we, we know even you, me, all of us, if we... We're like, okay, we're going to do as many push-ups as we can in one minute. We'd all be sore. Yeah, like, feel, yeah. Right. You have that like sense of urgency and that adrenaline and you're in an entire room full of people doing it. And someone you just met is counting for you. So there is that sense of urgency to it. But I think it's that's humbling. And hopefully some of our members have realized that like maybe their their start line is back a little farther than where they thought it was going to be and right. that's okay you're still going to get to the finish line cuz we're yep. completers like what mark did like what seven pushups yeah yeah yep <laughs> so, and now we could do like 50 yeah yeah, yeah that's awesome yeah so it's you kind of have to it's good to have those um, and do you kind of recommend people do that too? Like maybe when you're starting, like have those goals, like little goals to build. Yeah. yeah back up. Yeah. No, I definitely, I definitely think having those little goals to like look back on and reflect on. I mean, some, you know, for some of the older patients that I treat, sometimes they're just getting up and down off the floor, mm-hmm. you know, with their grandkids or going up and down steps without knee pain and stuff like that. But like, those are really the things that are really changing like things that I see. But if you're doing a fitness program, like yeah. having some metrics to go off of, I, you know, in the sports world, we call them KPI, key performance indicators. Mm-hmm. I think that's, you know, I think knowing what your goal is and how it reflects to your why, and, yeah. and, um, but having that there is, is really, um, a good plan to 
continue to motivate yourself and see progress and be excited when you're like wow i remember when i because my first time do my first testing bent my son our son was i don't know six months five months old and i could only do 10 sit-ups and i don't even know if i'd ever done i was 27 i don't even know if i'd ever done 26 i don't even know if i've ever done sit-ups as a grown up at that point <laughs> so maybe the, yeah, we weren't really into fitness we were not right no. <laughs> so i don't even know how if i knew how many sit-ups i could do in any moment and i did 10 and i probably did 10 in like 20 seconds and then i couldn't do any more for that yeah. last 40 seconds even if my jeff likes to say um you know you're going to do that 10th one and if he had been holding like a hundred dollar bill up i don't think i could have yes. done one more glued <laughs> to the ground you couldn't reach up Does and somebody crank that. up gravity yeah. i'm done yeah 10 10 so. yeah and the, and the cool thing is is like the research has shown that uh, the older you get your body does not change its ability to adapt to a strength resistance training it doesn't mm -hmm. it might require different things around it more yeah. recovery days more nutrition pay attention but like the older you get, you don't lose the ability to adapt. And that's way powerful. It's I think, huge. Because it gets harder to do and work into your life yeah. as you get older. And you get farther away from, like you said, the starting line. Yeah. So it's like, so I like like having that in my mind sometimes. It's like, okay, like this is this is why you do it. It's not like, you know, you don't just all go downhill. Yeah. You can continue to climb. It just looks different. Right. Yeah, I think that's important. So I all, another question I was curious about. This is probably the last thing before we go to break. Um, are there different things that you see... Um, kind of injury wise based on the seasons does that change for you you know what I mean like do you see more of certain types of injuries in the winter versus the spring and the summer does that change is that something that people can like be aware of and look out for and I, pace themselves a little bit so as humans we only have so many ways we can move mm -hmm. so I would probably say the injuries are somewhat similar there's probably a small variation but I don't know if I could pick it out mm -hmm. um we just do it in different ways. Yeah. It's so, caused by different yes. things. Yeah. In the <laughs> winter, it's slipping on the ice yes. or shoveling the driveway. Um, in the spring, people are back out and active again. Um, that know. first game of tennis or pickleball just yeah, for fun right. or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I can't say goes by season. I can say that the biggest thing with like people starting a fitness thing mm -hmm. will be um, like low back mm -hmm. is probably the number one thing. Low back, maybe shoulders. Yeah. So what can people do? Like what can just the average person do if they're starting to feel a little tweak kind of in that back? And like, yeah. that's a big question because back pain is complicated it is in general like walking is just a really good way it's a low intensity exercise that uses a really basic pattern of movement mm -hmm. um, that gets everything moving um, but you know look at the way you spend most of your time if you're seated a lot of times like try to work yourself into different positions mm -hmm. you know that's why the whole standing desk thing came about right like smoking or um, uh, sitting, sitting was the new smoking mm -hmm. and so everybody started standing and they said oh actually standing's bad on your hands um, <laughs> uh, bad on your heart you shouldn't stand really i didn't yeah. know that that makes sense though because your yeah. body your body's having to do more work yeah. to get the blood from all the way yeah yeah then pretty soon you come to see like hey maybe being still is the problem <laughs> right, right? Yeah. oh yeah like, that's <laughs> like we're meant to move cool right <laughs> i should move more that's um so but it's decided in, in their schedules don't allow that um so you just just gentle motion is the best thing you can do recovery of muscle tissues and everything mm -hmm. comes through going through its full range um without a lot of load mm -hmm. um so um they used to say you know rest ice compression elevation rice well that's pretty much dead so they moved mm -hmm. it to like price i can't even think of what that is but it's basically movement yeah I, the one i've heard is meat movement something analgesics and treatment i don't remember what e is 
going to make the but yeah. <laughs> vegans very happy. Right, I know. Um, or, oh no, it is it's meat. Basically That's just, M-E-A-T. Just, I was going to say, or meating, but no, no. It's, it's basically <laughs> just move. Like, I mean, if you want to flush joints, flush muscles, like you just want like movement, general movement. Or, so, as Jeff and I are both like right, moving. Right, just moving, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like just like, general stretching and stuff. Like if you want to recover muscle and want to activate it, like you have light weights and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, just, just move, mm-hmm. just move. Um, moving ways, like... If it hurts to move one direction, probably ought to pay attention to that. It's hard to say, but like in general, like, you know, stretching hip flexors mm-hmm. um, would be really good. I like um, uh, the, uh, what's it called? Child's pose is really good. It's it's, it's hard to give generals. Um, yeah. But like obviously. that would probably be positions that I think would be Is that the one? What's people. the child? Was that the one where you're like leaning back on? Yeah, you're kind of like you. You're on all fours, mm-hmm. knees and hands, yeah. and then you set your butt back on your heels. Let your hands yeah. be out in front of like you. Like back when you were a kid, you could put your whole butt on the ground and your legs would be splayed out. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way I could do yeah. that now. Yeah, <laughs> no. when we were flexible yeah. back then. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, and that's what I usually tell our people too with back pain, especially because it's usually not the bat. It's usually something else that's yeah. causing that problem. Right. So that's as a just as a personal trainer. A lot of times I'll tell people like stretch your hip flexors try to maybe strengthen those glutes a little bit like you know especially if you're sitting but movement is 100 percent what helps me just like i do a lot of walking when things are tight it does help i agree all right we ready yeah. to break mm-hmm. okay before we go to break we did have a text from mm. the ogcj it's about ferals okay. just asked if we we're gonna have another 10-week challenge in march the spring 10-week challenge starts april 8th Yep. So something to put on your calendar. Yeah. And you'll hear about it the closer we get to it. So thanks for listening, buddy. Um, All right. We'll be back here with Dr. Adam. We're going to talk a little influencers, fitness influencers influencers in the next segment. So something I don't know anything about, (laughs) but I'll let you guys talk about that on 93.7 The Ticket. (laughs)